The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Travis. Hey, Travis Denning. Hey, this is Scott Munn. I'm here with Tug Cowart in the Braves Radio Network studio. Welcome to the Braves Country podcast. Thank you, brother. Appreciate y'all having me. Today on the Braves Country Podcast, we welcome Travis Denning from Warner Robins, Georgia. After seeing Motley Crue as a kid, he was inspired and started playing country music and moved to Nashville. Wrote songs for the likes of Jason Aldean, Justin Moore, and Chase Rice, among others. Signed with Mercury Nashville, and now Travis Denning is living his dream of becoming a country music superstar. He's playing a big homecoming show on Saturday, September 24th at the Georgia Theater in Athens, GA. You may have heard uh, Tug playing his music on 101.5 FM and Tug's a big fan, and, and I'm getting to know Travis's music, and I'm really excited to have him here. And Travis is a fan of the Atlanta Braves and the Georgia Bulldogs, so it's really great to have him join us here on the Braves Radio Network. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. I know you're from Warner Robins. Do you know Atlanta Radio at all? Yeah, man, of course, 101.5. And, I mean, you know, I used to listen to Project 96 when it was still around, oh, kicking, yeah. you know, for yeah. like rock and stuff. And, um, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I grew up going to Braves games at Turner Field, and uh, my dad was a season ticket holder for Georgia football. He went to college there. And so usually any time we got close to Atlanta, we were listening to uh, Atlanta radio. How about last year, that World Series championship, buddy? Where were you for the big win? Man, I was actually at a, a bar in Midtown Nashville, and I had just gotten engaged. Uh, I was like three days engaged, and I wanted to throw my fiance just a little, like, I say surprise party. Really, just I got her very close friends to surprise us at this bar because they hadn't seen us since we got engaged. And that was, you know, game six, and it worked out perfectly. And this is, you know, Scott, I'll tell you right now, this is the key to a healthy relationship, in my opinion. Yeah. Is if you can, when we got engaged, it gave me the amount of time, you know, it gave me the props to say, hey, can we go watch the George Florida game? And she's like, yes, of course. We're engaged. I throw, I throw this party. I go, hey, can I stay and watch game six? She's like, of course, honey. So that's the whole balance of my relationship moving well, forward is I, you know, I got to go above and beyond to make sure I can watch a game. But, yeah, I watched it there. And, I mean, dude, when, I mean, when Solaire hit his 
when he hit the freaking three-run home run, I mean, I just knew right then. I was like, there's no stopping this team. They're, they're, this is like destiny to win, and it was just so unbelievable. We all knew it right when he hit that home run that it was over with. I mean, I felt it. and, and uh, But I thought it was over the game before that. Me when we too. had that grand slam, Tug and I were sitting up there watching. the. We said, man, we got this thing. We're going to party for you know a few innings and uh, win the World Series. And then it didn't play out that way, but at least we got it. And I think uh, now where are you on going back-to-back, Travis? What do you think? Can the Braves do it? I'm counting on all the Georgia sports teams going back-to-back this year. Okay? Let's go. So- the Braves and the Dogs, baby. Let's do it. I'm I, in. I don't know why you wouldn't. I, I don't know why anybody yeah. wouldn't be pulling for that right there. And and, and the beauty, like I'm a Braves Bulldogs guy. Like that's 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 the two teams that may, I make or break. That's those are my ride or die, right? Like I, I like all the other teams, but those are the two teams that I care about the most. I think it's really cool that you're playing Athens. Being a Dogs fan, that'll be the Kent State game. It's a noon kickoff, so the Dogs will wax the floor. People will leave early, and then they'll migrate over to the Georgia Theater to see you play. How cool is that to be playing in Athens the, the same day that the Dogs are playing? It, it don't get no better. I mean, that is my, that's probably my favorite venue in the United States. It wow. really is. Even just, obviously, for the obvious reasons of it's in the classic city and it's, you know, it's Dog Central and Dog Nation. But I just love that venue. I think it's such a great place. They're so sweet to the artists and the performers that come through and the crew. And it's always a special time. This will be my first time headlining the Georgia Theater. So you wrap all that in together with, you know, a game and all that. I mean, it just it just don't get no better. And it's the perfect it's the perfect kind of mark or bullet point that fall is back. You know, which I, I mean I I've had a good summer, but I'm I'm ready for some I'm ready for some football and chili and uh playing inside where it's not hundred degrees. Man, <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. I do. Nashville is full of Georgia Bulldogs. From record labels oh, yeah. to artists like yourself to writers, I, I literally sent a couple of friends of mine from labels Georgia National Championship stuff after they won because they couldn't find it there in Nashville, and you know we're trying to order it online. I was like, man, I'm at the Academy Sporting Goods on North Point Parkway in Alpharetta, Georgia, at midnight, and you know they're open because it, the place has got two or three hundred people in there, and I'm sending it up. But the reason I bring it up is because there is so much Georgia Bulldog love up there. I mean, you got Aldine, Zach brown band the list is as long as your arm of georgia fans that live in that same Braves fans that live in that city oh yeah i mean i think there might be even more Braves fans purely from like i've always considered the braves like one of the premier national fan bases sure because, you know i mean when, when you think about i mean when ted put them on tbs i mean that was there was only a handful of teams that were really played nationally on television and so i mean there's there's so many dogs because you know in the past it seems past 10 years, there's been this crazy mecca journey to Nashville for so many Georgia country artists. And they're all Braves fans, too, but it's so cool when you meet people who are like, well, I'm from Alabama, or I'm from Louisiana, but I love the Braves because that's what I grew up watching and all that. And that, that made the World Series victory so much sweeter. Obviously, it made the national championship sweeter. I even had people who were like Bama fans hit me up, and they were like, you know what? It's been 41 years. I'm happy for you. <laughs> and if you're going to lose to – like the Bama fans that I would run into is that if, if we're going to lose to somebody, we want it to be Kirby and nobody else. A hundred percent. I mean, everybody knew that was the two best teams, and it was everybody else versus them. I mean, it was – yeah, it was one of those weird, like, healthy competitions almost. Like, I didn't really – I didn't talk smack to my Bama friends. They didn't really talk smack to me. We just – 
congratulated each other and moved on. I was like, wow, that's weird. That's not how I grew up. <laughs> hey, Travis Denning, speaking of growing up, uh, you know, growing up a Bravos fan and a Dogs fan, uh, you know, the guys on, on my wall, the posters that I had up, I had Dale Murphy and Herschel Walker, and that was kind of my youth. Of course, I got way into Bobby Cox uh, in the 90s. Uh, he really influenced me in my management style. And, and uh, what about you? Who were the players that really stuck out to you coming up? I know you were uh, born, what, 92? 92, yes, Yeah, sir. yeah. So what, what, what were the guys that you kind of uh, looked up to? Man, I love, like, Rafael Fercal, super big Javi Lopez, man, uh, and, of course, Chipper Jones. I mean, those are kind of the three that, like, when I really think about, put a staple on me as, like, who I looked up to. I mean, th- those were the three guys as far as Braves. And then when it comes to dogs, man, I mean, the earliest I can really remember, man, I mean, like, David Green was the quarterback there when we were just – when Mark Rick came in and just kicking butt. And, I mean, David was so amazing, such a great pocket quarterback. But, man, like Brandon Boykin, I think, is one of my all-time favorite dogs. And that's I know awesome. that's such a random pick, No, it's but not. I just thought he was such an amazing defensive player. And he was one of those first guys where I was getting into my teens. And I just watched him, and I was like, like – I was like, I can't play football, but I, I can look at this man and know that he's on another level. And he was, man. There's no doubt about it. Here at the Braves Radio Network, the flagship for Braves Radio is is 680 The Fan. And, and a couple of our hosts over there, former Georgia Bulldogs and Buck Ballou, who was the national championship quarterback in 80, and then Hudson Mason, who was the QB 2014 after yep. uh, Aaron Murray. So becoming friends with those guys – and seeing football and Georgia football through their eyes is a different level. Have you become friends or acquainted with any of the ball players that you grew up liking or, or people that play on the Braves now, people play on the Bulldogs now? I have not met any of them yet, but I've heard – I know a lot of people who've hung with Mentor and said he's a freaking awesome guy. He was here literally all. three days ago. He is a Texas oh. A&M boy, loves some Allen Jackson, loves Brooks and Dunn. He's a great dude. You're exactly right. I, I know so many people who've met him, and he's always rocking the cowboy hat and stuff off the field. And so I, I'd love to meet Mentor, man. I, I bet I've heard he's a great guy. I've also heard uh, Austin Riley's a sweetheart. I think uh, I think he came out to one of Morgan Wallen's shows or something. Morgan said he was awesome. And um, as far as dogs, there's two dogs that I've met that I've become buddies with, and they are. I mean, they're just they're the greatest dudes ever. Is David Pollock and Aaron Murray? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both just the sweetest dudes. I, I told my dad the other day. I said David Pollock has two speeds. He has, I'm ready to go run 10 miles or he's asleep. I mean, that dude is like literally <laughs> the most right. energetic human I've ever met. Yeah. And Aaron is just a sweetheart of a guy, man. Like, he, we, we, he loves it, – it's so funny when you meet those guys and, like, they love Georgia football just as much as any fan. Yeah. And you would think – you know, and I, and I know that's how it is for the Braves, man. You think about you think about Chipper's legacy and how involved he still is day in and day out. Like, he fell in love with the city of Atlanta and the team, you know. And I think that's so cool when you see somebody go through everything. I mean, they've they've obtained the master status of their sport and their craft, and yet they're still so passionate about the very team they play for. I think that's so awesome. Talking to Travis Denning on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, along with Scott Munn. My name is Tug Cowart. Man, I've been able to play your songs on New Country 101.5 for quite some time. Of course, started out with David Ashley Parker for Powder Springs, and I remember trying to figure out what in the world that song was about. And then when I did, (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, this is brilliant. Who hasn't been in this situation where you, you need an ID and this one just kind of works? And, and the story of memorizing the address and all the things that you would need to know in case somebody called you on your ID. It was just a brilliant song. And then to have a number one hit, like after a few, and then Abby, ABBY, anybody but you. These songs have become just the fabric of country radio in Atlanta. And for a, a kid from here in Georgia, that's got to be a big deal. I can't imagine how how that feels and, and what that's like for you. Man, it's it, it's just surreal. I mean, it's the ultimate it's the ultimate goal that you know I set out to obtain. Like I just wanted to hear my songs on the radio. I mean, that was my number one thing. And um, I think seeing them connect in Georgia and and it, and it, in Atlanta, it means a lot and it's so special. But it, it's kind of not really a surprise because I've always prided myself on like I've just written and 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 sang the songs that I relate to either now or in a way in which I grew up, or, or some part of my upbringing. And I know there's so many people in the state of Georgia who they lived the same lives I did. They had the, they had the same field parties that I went to when I was a teenager, and they went to the same high school football games. Like, we all grew up on this really awesome way of life, I think, in Georgia that is it's very, like, romanticized in country music, and I think that's what I've always tried to do is, I just try to tell that story of how I grew up, and it's very specific to to where I grew up. And so it's so cool to hear that it connects in Atlanta because that's just that's been my ultimate dream. I just wanted I wanted my people back home to feel like that I'm I'm singing about all of us, you yeah. know, kind of how we all grew up. Yeah, no, I love that, and I think it's great. It was so funny though. It's like with. A little bit with Ashley McBride, and when she comes to town and she's like, you know, I just love singing Little Dive Bar in Dahlonega because people know who her Dahlonega is. And I, I would imagine yeah. <laughs> I would imagine outside of Metro Atlanta, not many people know where Powder Springs is. Oh, no, I have a, I have a great story. I actually had a conversation with Ronnie Atkins one time, and we had a conversation for 10 minutes. And he was like, man, I got family that lives in Powder Springs. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And we're talking and yada, yada, yada. Well, finally, I said, yeah, you know, I've actually never been. I said, Hill, you know, it's just outside of Atlanta. And he got kind of quiet. And I was like, I don't know what I said wrong. He went, oh, I'm at Powder Springs, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. Uh, <laughs> I got it. And then and then we just awkwardly ended the conversation. So you are correct. Not many people know where Powder Springs, Georgia is. That makes me like it that much more. Hey, Travis, you know what else we love about you is that you're a country singer who came up loving Motley Crue. And I noticed, you know, I was looking through all of your videos and some of your photos, and uh, I, I didn't see a lot of acoustic guitar in your hand, but I sure did notice that Les Paul gold top. And, uh, man, you, you, you're really playing it well. Uh, what is it like to be kind of like coming from that rock mentality into country music, which is more of like your roots? Yeah, man, I think it's just kind of... You know, I think the rock and everything is what really, that's really what inspired me to pick up a guitar, you know, and, and being from middle Georgia, obviously I was heavily influenced by the Allman Brothers band and, you know, they were so guitar focused, so guitar driven. Uh, Dwayne and Dickie weren't afraid to experiment and chase things and even up to, you know, to the end when they had Derek Trucks and Warren Haynes. So between that and like Motley Crue's stage presence, the shock and all, you know, people went to those shows to be entertained. I kind of mix all of that with trying to tell the story of the way I grew up, which leaned itself country, you know. And and a great thing about country music these days, man, is it's so, it's so spread now. I mean, it's so widespread in the sense of 
there's a lane for everybody. You know, there can be the staunch traditional country influence, and then you can have someone like me who wants a really loud half stack Marshall cranked up to ten and a Les Paul going through it, and I and I want the crowd to go like, holy hell, that just knocked my socks off. But I still related to those lyrics, you know, and that's love just it. a beautiful thing about country music right now. And I've, I've been lucky to find my little lane there. Dude, I love that. I, I think that's such a terrific. It, it, description because it, when you were saying it i thought traditional jamie johnson chris stapleton you know and i thought yeah. I, I thought you know for some heavy rock guitar i think aldine and and hardy and 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 you yep. and then and then if you you can even put a little you know the the polish of of pop with country with fgl and and you know people like thomas rett and there, there is a lane for everybody and i think that's terrific and you know i, I oh, like 100 i like also that you're carrying that uh that tradition forward of the gold top there. I don't know if you've been keeping up with our podcast, but we were lucky enough to have the guys from the Almond Brothers Museum bring Dwayne Almond's gold top up here, and we took a photo of it on the dugout with the 2021 World Series trophy, kind of celebrating. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to check that one out. It's really awesome. Have you been to that museum and seen the seen the guitars in person? Uh, oh yes, sir. I've been I've been several times, man. I actually got to. We played uh, making Georgia in March with Cole Swindell. And it was really cool because, you know, Swindell is born and raised, I mean, probably an hour and a half from Macon. And, you know, me being 30 minutes from it, it, it ended up both being kind of our little quote-unquote hometown show because he had so much family come up. And I got to take my band to the big house. And, oh, wow. yeah, they, they, they pulled out the gold top, and we all got to take pictures with it. And, man, that is a – you know, that's a guitar that's really cool to touch, but I don't want to hold it for that long because I start feeling liable for something happening to it. Yeah, it's a little, it's <laughs> kind of expensive. Yeah, it's a little expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little up there on the price tag. That's exactly yeah. right. Hey, going back to, to Motley Crue a little bit, I can so relate to that. When I was 13 years old, I was supposed to go to my first ever concert, and I'd been 13 for about six days, and I was supposed to go see Motley Crue with friends and, and their parents at UTC McKenzie Arena in Chattanooga, Tennessee, because I'm from Dalton uh, up in northwest Georgia. So whatever happens, and I don't recall, but I was left with just my ticket. The The rest of the people that I was supposed to go with didn't go. And so my parents were like, do you still want to go? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, what? At 13-year-old by six, probably about six days, my parents dropped me off at UTC at McKenzie Arena to see Warrant open up for Motley Crue, and they went and had all-you-can-eat breadsticks and salad at Olive Garden while I watched probably a lot of things that my parents didn't know were happening in a Motley <laughs> Crue show. So that's what happened to you, Tug. And after that, you're like, I don't want to play with Legos anymore. Uh-uh. I think I want to grow up. I, I, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because they had these big, huge screens and there were women that were, you know, they weren't afraid to... Um, Scantily clad. Yeah, or, or take take it off even. You know, I was like, I, I've never been to heaven and I want to go one day, but this is the closest I've ever been. I mean, that's like the same thing that happened for me. I mean, I was I was 12 and a half years old. I love it. And my dad took me. And when it got to that part of the show, anybody listening, if you've seen Motley Crue, you know what part. And I kind of just kept my eyes forward. I was like, well, don't look at dad. I don't, I don't know what I don't know what he's thinking right now. And I just remember afterwards, I was like, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> this is the greatest I, day of my I, life. I didn't, know, I didn't know you could play guitar and. That would happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that had to be a, a reason that you wanted to pick up the guitar. But that's the thing, you know, <laughs> it, it, is is that it, you are playing the Grand Ole Opry coming up in October, right? October 11th, is yes, that right? Sir. 
Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah. yeah. Did you realize, and you probably already know this, being a Motley Crue fan, Vince Neil played the the Opry recently and did "Girl Don't Go Away Mad," just go away, and then "Home Sweet Home." Dude, I actually played the same night there with him. What? Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, I, let's I, go. I was, I was pulling up to the venue, and my manager was already in there, and she texts me and she goes. Holy hell. She's like, you're not going to believe this, but Vince Neil is sound checking right now. She's like, I guess he's performing tonight. And, uh, man, I got to meet him very briefly. And I just told him, you know, I told him the story about they were my first concert that I begged my parents for tickets to go to. And I was like, man, I got home from school one day and two tickets were there. And I was like, and it, it was just so cool. He's like, yeah, man. He, he like remembered the tour and he was like, that was such a great tour. And, and uh, it, it was cool, man. He was super sweet. And that, I, I mean, that's a moment that even now, like, I never think that I'd ever have the opportunity to, like, tell Vince Neil that story. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I know what so you mean. special and so cool when those things happen. And, uh, dude, he, dude, he sounded great. I mean, it was awesome. You could tell that he had a lot of reverence for what he was doing. And I think he knew how important the Grand Ole Opry is. And there was so much respect, mutual respect, you know, and. It was awesome to see that. That's so awesome. I just saw them recently here at uh, uh, at uh, Truist Park uh, with Def Leppard and Poison and Joan Jett and, yeah. and, and everybody, man. Everybody sounded so good, and it was such a fun, fun show. So that's really cool that you got to uh, got to meet Vince and, and see that, that, that side of the artist that you grew up loving, man. I love when things happen. That's a great story, man. No question. Totally, man. 100%. And, Tug, I'm having one of my visions again. I'm What's having a vision here. What is okay? Right. I can see something happening in the future, Travis, where you have the Motley Crue guys do a cameo in one of your videos. I saw the videos, and you're kind of leaning towards that kind of a thing, anyway. And maybe, uh, or maybe they're gonna, you know, somebody can sit in on a track. I mean, you're playing rock music with a southern accent, so maybe, you know, maybe somebody's gonna come rip a little guitar with you or something. I don't know. Maybe Can't you, ever can, tell. you can mash maybe, it up a little bit. Maybe get a uh, Tommy Lee on the drums for one. Let's go. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Speaking of surprises, uh, what what kind of surprises or what can we expect at your big show at the Georgia Theater, October 24th, Saturday, October 24th in Athens, Georgia? Uh, got anything up your sleeve or anything you want to tell fans they can expect? Or uh... There there definitely will be some special guests on stage. Very nice. Um, not music-related. Uh, there will probably be some current and past Georgia football royalty. That's as far as I'll say so Let's far. Go. I love it. Uh, but, man, it's just going to be great. I mean, I, I'll probably um, probably bust out some of my favorite, you know, kind of Athens and Georgia music. You know, I'll probably sing a Corey Smith song or two and, and, and maybe do some stuff like that. The best thing about Athens is the crowd is just always so fun. And so if you go off the rails and have a little fun, they're they're right there with you. So, it's anybody's guess, but I think it's going to be one to remember. And you know what? I think folks listening should go get their tickets now. Go to travisdenning.com. Get your tickets for Saturday, October 24th at the Georgia Theater in Athens, Georgia, because he just said that on sports radio, and that show's going to sell out any minute now. So there you go. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. It'll be, it'll, it will be great. It'll be fun. And, and, and just live music, there's nothing better. And, and that's the thing. That's, to be honest with you, Travis, we're talking to Travis Denning here on the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Music and, and sports go together hand in hand. That's the reason we do this show. It's, it's, it's Braves Country, but we know that most ball players want to be rock stars and most rock stars want to be ball players. Was that ever a thing for you? Did you play ball growing up? 
I did, man. I, I kind of tried, like, every sport. You know what I mean? Like, I played, you know, a little bit of baseball. I tried football. I tried soccer, basketball. And obviously, I mean, you know, spoiler alert, I sucked at all of them really bad. <laughs> but I will say, like, I played, I played football one year. I didn't like getting hit. Then I played baseball for, like, two or three years. And I didn't like getting hit by the baseball. <laughs> yeah, played, you know, fair enough. For some for some reason, I had a target on my back when I was up at the plate. But yeah, man, I just I, I've always been a lover of sports, you know. And, and I think you're totally right. It is funny. Like I, I always dream of like, man, I should have just been a kicker, you know. I'm like <laughs> you, you go, you, you only go on the field like 15 times a year if your team's good, and then you get paid four million dollars to ride around on a jet. And then those guys are like. Damn, I wish I could play guitar. <laughs> you don't have to work out. You don't have to do this. And it is so funny, the dichotomy of, like, the the jealousy of both sides. But I think it's just – I think it's, for me, like, I just see baseball and football players in the same vein as, like, I see myself and other people. Like, these are people who are hungry to chase a dream and chase the thing they love. And it's so cool to see when that's happening for somebody, when they're, when it's paying off. You know, they're in the big leagues. They're crushing it. They get their first career hit, first career home run, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's so cool to see that elation on a player. And I think it's probably the same way as someone seeing, like, a guy who finally has a hit on the radio, you know. They just go, like, everybody knows the sacrifice and work that goes into pursuing your dreams. And and, uh, it's cool to see it on both sides. The only only job that I think may be better than than the kicker, as you were describing, is the backup quarterback. Count me in for that job. I want to be the backup quarterback. Carry the clipboard, and that's it. You get paid a couple million dollars just to walk around, but you're never going in the game. They don't want you in the game. Until that one day. Yeah, exactly. But then (laughs) you can feel me that's few and far between. Yeah, and also when that day comes, you could just if you lose, you just blame it on the fact that the starting quarterback wasn't in. They ain't gonna blame it on you. <laughs> well, yeah, of course we lost. You know, uh, <laughs> we expect Tom Brady went out. We had to put Travis Denning in. That's so, exactly. Of course we don't. That guy sucks. We don't want him in. We never wanted him to begin yeah. with. I don't know. You're yeah, exactly he would have right. been starting. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Travis. Uh, also speaking of sports and music, I, I notice you're a lefty. You play guitar left-handed, and that's kind of helpful in baseball sometimes. But I know from experience that being a left-handed uh, guitar player can be. What's the extra steps you have to take to deal with that? And have you had any? Has it been better for you playing left-handed? that way or is how, how does that all work out for you this episode of braves country is sponsored by our braves fan friends down at century 21 solomon properties in savannah georgia servicing the historic downtown savannah area the island area and atlanta's beach beautiful tybee island georgia call joel solomon today 912-604-0896 that's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the georgia coast Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save 
and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So being a left-handed uh, guitar player, any, has it been better for you playing left-handed that way, or is how, how does that all work out for you? Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the thing is it's, it's tough sometimes to find the right guitar, you know, I mean, just the one that feels really good. And I used to just kind of blindly order guitars because I, I couldn't put my hands on them. There, there wasn't really many around. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's so weird to think about because it's all I've ever known. I mean, I've just I've been left-handed from birth. And so I, I definitely, I wish I was right-handed. You know, a lot of people always go, oh, but that's such a cool, unique thing. I'm like, yeah, but when you can't get anybody to work on your guitars, you can't find one, it ain't cool no more, you know? And, uh, but, yeah, man, it's just it's just another little little obstacle and, and weird thing I've, I've dealt with. And, you know, they say that they say 10% of people in the world are left-handed, and then 10% of left-handed people play guitar. So we're only looking at, like, 1% in the world that play left-handed guitar. So I've got my guitars that I love and the ones that feel great. And aside from that, I'm kind of empty in the vault because it's hard to find them. So, But it, may, it makes my gold top and it makes my first last Paul my parents got me when I was a teenager that much more special because they're kind of so unique in that right. Do you have to have a left-handed guitar tech on the on the road crew? You you don't, but I've definitely had one before, and it definitely helps. You know, it goes it goes a long way when they can actually play on it um, and and go, oh, that doesn't feel right, or this feels good, and and work on it. But yeah, as long as they can change strings and tune it, I guess that's not too bad. So, it, are you like Jimi Hendrix style? Do you ever string it up backwards? No, I play. I play full on, correctly strung, okay. just left handed. All right, good enough, fair enough. You know, another thing I want to ask you about because you brought up Austin Riley, and 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 he is such a nice kid, and you can see the joy on his face, much like Michael Harris II and Vaughn Grissom, just the joy that these guys take when they when they take the field. And but the thing that I think is so special about Austin Riley is. He is a country boy. Like he is a hunting and fishing and baseball playing machine. Are you are you a outdoorsman too? Hunting, fishing. I know a lot of Braves are like that. Chippers like that. Brian McCann was always like that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a very obsessed fisherman. Um, I, I would borderline trade it all if I could be on the Bassmaster Elite. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's like, awesome. I, I've ha- I've had a good run. You know, if I could get Toyota to sponsor me and give me a truck and go go ride around <laughs> in my Ranger, I'd be I'd be into it. But yeah, man, I'm a honestly almost scarily obsessed with fishing it's, it's one of my favorite things to do and i love to hunt too i mean don't get me wrong like i, I love deer season again deer season kind of coincides with football season so it's just a beautiful time in the year um i just don't i don't have that like like bug bit itch that i get with fishing yeah. like i mean i fishing's the one thing i wake up at three thirty in the morning for you know all day long yeah. And uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things. I really got into it super heavy over the pandemic. I don't know. It was just another thing to dive into, another passion to find. And it stuck with me, you know, even through getting out of the pandemic and getting back on the road. And it's, it's one of my favorite things. Man, I'm so proud. And we're talking to uh, Travis Denning on the Braves Country Podcast, along with Scott Munn. My name is Tug Cowart. 
growing up in the South is so important to me. Like, I, I don't know that there's anything more important to me than being Southern. Like, the T-shirt that says American by birth, Southern by the grace of God, like, I live by that. That is something that, oh, that yeah. I desperately love. And it's funny because my wife's from upstate New York, strangely enough. And and our son, I'm seeing that in him. Like, he loves the, the passion that people have for the, the Southeast. And it started probably started with college football and how people are so protective of the SEC and but he loves country music. He he's really into fishing. If he's not playing baseball, he wants to be fishing. How important is it to you to represent, you know, Southern people and Southern music? Oh man, I mean, so it's so important. I mean, I think everything you just said. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just out, like trying to tell that story because to me, like, I've got so many pictures in my mind of growing up, and especially like. You know, for me, it was really when I got my first car. Like, there's just something about that freedom of having a set of wheels, and you can kind of, kind of go anywhere. You know, you're able to stretch your legs for the first time ever. And for me, when I did that, when I stretched my legs and and, and checked out what there was, the thing that I kept coming back to was just where I lived and where what my life was about there. And you know, I've been lucky to find a little piece of that up in Tennessee now, and where where I live outside of Nashville, and but I just love, I mean, dude, from everything, from the land to the pine trees to the people to the food. Like, there's just so many things that I'm so grateful for about my upbringing in Georgia and in the South. And I think that people get a really good picture of that when they listen to country music. And, I mean, country music obviously is nationwide now, and it's arguably the probably the second largest genre just behind pop music. But I think it's because people attach to – a nostalgia and some kind of intangible thing that us that did grow up that way are singing about. I mean, they can feel it through the airwaves. They can feel it through the speakers. And I think it's important to continue that, that love and that appreciation for not only where you come from, but how, you know, how you grew up and stuff. I think it's so important to tell that story. I think the song that captures that the best because I'm not from Alabama, I'm from Northwest Georgia, but there's a song by Alabama called My Home's in Alabama, I'm sure you know it, and I think that song is so reflective of the way people feel about where they're from, especially when they're from the South. Again, I'm not from Alabama, but I literally am getting cold cold chills as I talk about it because that song speaks to my heart. Dude, drinking was forbidden in my Christian home. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. I just love all that stuff. That, yeah, that song is unbelievable. And you're totally right. That's a great example of, like, I'll, I'll sing that as loud as possible, and I'm just replacing it with Georgia in That's my head. Exactly. That's picture. exactly right. It, it doesn't matter where you're from. It could be Tennessee. It could be Alabama. It could be South Carolina, Florida. Well, maybe North Florida. And and it all, you know, and it, <laughs> and it, all, and it all works. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right, man. I could not agree more. I think that's a beautiful thing about about the genre and, and about the area. Speaking of uh, Alabama and great country stars, uh, another country star who uh, I bet you like a lot is Mr. John Michael Montgomery. Hmm. And uh, I heard that you got engaged to uh, Madison Montgomery in 2021, who happens to be the daughter of John Michael Montgomery. First of all, tell us about Madison, but then you got to tell us uh, what's it like being John Michael Montgomery's, uh, you know. Future son-in-law. Future son-in-law, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, we got engaged over uh, Halloween weekend um, in New York City, and we've been together now for well over three and a half years. And, uh, I mean, she's great, man. I mean, she's my best friend, and we've, you know, I knew way prior to that, and 
was just kind of waiting for the right time, and she loves New York City. It's one of her favorite favorite places, and we had a show up there, and we stayed for a couple of days, and it worked out perfect. But, man, it's great. I mean, John Michael is such a great guy, and, I mean, you know, I get that question a lot, and really – He's he's more Madison's dad than anything, you know, which I think is good. I mean, I, I'm, that's really the relationship I have with him. And we obviously talk about music and we riff and raff and, and complain and, and, and all those things about similar things I'm going through now and that I have been through. He obviously went through, you know, 30 years ago. And it's good to bounce. It's, it's nice to have somebody to bounce stuff off of. But ultimately, we talk more about fishing. And, and, you know, and, and crappie fishing and bass fishing and trying to plan a trip up to St. Lawrence River one day and go catch big smallmouth. And that's really the things that we love, you know, and uh, it makes it for just a really good relationship. So what's your favorite John Michael Montgomery song? I mean, I mean, is it sold the Grundy County auction incident? Is it, uh, you know, uh, I can love you like that? I mean, what what is it? Man, I, I'm pretty partial to be my baby tonight. I yeah. think that's just an absolute banger. I mean, just such a great high-energy honky-tonk song. And uh, I do love Rope the Moon because oh, yeah. that's actually a song, the song that he dedicates to Madison every night, and it's just a it's just a beautiful song. Now, I know you that you said that uh, Madison gave you permission to watch the Bravos when we were in the World Series there, but are you slowly – is she getting into the Braves? Are you, are you having any progress there? And what about the dogs? Does the Montgomery family uh, she, agree with you there? She's cut. She's come a long way with football. In fact, I, I came home yesterday, and I got off the road, and she had a Georgia Bulldogs sweater on. So nice. I was like, okay, right. cool. Go. Like, there we we're, go. It's we're, working. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> um, she's, she's not a massive baseball girl, but when the World Series was happening, she was like, oh, dang, I think they're going to win. This is pretty cool. You know I mean? She, she slowly started getting into it. Her whole family is Kentucky nah, Wildcat yeah, fans. That's, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah born, they're born and raised in Kentucky, so they're just in perpetual grief unless it's an orange ball with some some black stripes on it or whatever. But uh, whatever that sport is, and um, and uh, they're they're Cincy Red fans as far as uh, baseball. Well, well, look, Mike Miner, former Brave up there, and he's doing uh, pretty darn good. He's he's had a heck of a season up there for a. Uh, for essentially, I mean, if you look at the personnel, it's a it's a triple A team at this point, and, and you know, oh, obviously yeah. they're rebuilding and working toward getting back to be the the big red machine that they that they've been in the past. But you know, having Mike Miner up there and Lucas Sims too, who's from, you know played high school ball from from Atlanta, and he's on that pitching staff too, I believe, up there. And um, so no, I get it, I get it. We look because you were born in '92, you came up with the Braves being winners your whole life. And so, like Scott and I, a little just a tick older, we remember the Braves when they weren't quite as successful as they are now. Yeah, you ebb and flow, and that's what makes the championships all worth it. I really do believe that now. I mean, I think I used to. I mean, man, I the, the heartbreak that I went through, you know, year in and year out with like the dogs per yeah. se. Just yeah. like it always felt like it was one play or one game away from we could have been at the show. We could have been there, you know? And watching them finally win it, watching the Braves finally win it, thinking about all the, you know, the infield fly, blown call, and, like, those things, and then seeing it finally happen. Dude, that's that's what makes it so much better. I mean, that's what makes it all, is is knowing that you went through all that crap, you know, uh, to get to where you got. 
Travis Denning is who we're talking to on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Braves Radio Network. Along with Scott Munn, I'm Tug Cowart. You can visit his website, travisdenning.com. Get tickets to the show he's playing. It'll be after the Georgia-Kent State game. He's going to be playing the uh, the Georgia Theater. It's Saturday, September 24th. Get your tickets again at travisdenning.com. He hit something that, that hit a nerve with me a little bit, and that is praying for your, your team to win. How many times you pray for the Bulldogs to win or, the, or the, the, the Braves to win? I say that a little bit in jest, but faith is super important to me because I grew up in church and grew up with hymns. Yeah, man, I, I grew up going to uh, uh, United Methodist Church and um, just had so many great memories there. Uh, you know, played played in the worship band and things like that. And, that, you know, obviously a very early outlet for my, you know, music desires just to play guitar and I think growing up in the church I did, too, they were just super supportive of kind of pushing the envelope as far as just like, they're like, hey, take a guitar solo, do this. Like, you know, one of those kind of early, kind of early door openings into like what, you know, CCM really is now, where Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy big. And now it's a rock show and stuff, which I think is cool. I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man, it's, you know, it's definitely still, I, I, I pray every day and have a great relationship with God. And, and uh, yeah, I definitely asked him several times if he could just let the teams <laughs> win by one point, for sure. That's right. I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm like, Lord, come on. Look at these kids. <laughs> That's They're right. good God-fearing boys. Give them a win, for the love of God, please. Yeah, and for me, because I'm, I'm my blood pressure's up, I'm cussing a whole bunch, I'm drinking a lot. Oh, I need yeah. all the help I can get. Exactly. I'm like, I'm drinking out of stress. I'd much rather drink out of happiness. Can <laughs> you just right. help me, please? Just help me a little bit. And, you know, down south after church, uh, everybody hits the fried chicken stand or uh, has it out there in the yard outside the church together or whatever. And uh, so food is a very important part of our culture down here, man. And uh, we like to ask everybody to give those, uh, you know, those tips. Uh, we need to know the inside scoop on where do you go and get that good southern food. When you're on the road, is there a place that you got to stop? Doesn't matter if you're hungry or not. we got to stock up on this kind of barbecue or this mom-and-pop shop or wherever, the meet and threes, uh, you know, those kind of spots. You got anywhere you want to recommend to our listeners out there? I think one of the greatest breakfasts I've ever had in my life is in Atlanta. I mean, it's kind of East Atlanta, I reckon, like true five points area is a little place called homegrown restaurant Mm -hmm. and it i mean it literally looks like a house and if you don't get there before eight o'clock in the morning you're going to be waiting in line for about 45 minutes and it's just a mom and pop diner i mean i think they kind of have a meet and three lunch special but really their breakfast is unbelievable so y'all look up homegrown restaurant in atlanta it is just Unreal. I mean, one of my, one of the best breakfasts I've ever had. Because the Braves are such a uh, a regional team, really the only Major League Baseball team that has a full region that they're de- devoted to. What about outside of Atlanta? Uh, it, it, whether maybe Nashville doesn't have to be. It could be Jackson, Mississippi, for all I know. It just in, any place that that other people across Braves country aren't in Atlanta could hit. All right, I'll tell you another place, and it, it's it's in Boston. Okay. But it's, in my opinion, another one of my favorite things to eat is any kind of seafood. I, I love seafood. I love sushi. I love anything. But one of my favorite meals, and I'm talking this is my last supper would probably be this, is a Connecticut-style lobster roll with fries from a restaurant called Rabia's, R-A-B-I-A. Uh, it's in the North End and in Boston. I think it's the best lobster roll I've ever had in my life. And I'm a lobster roll connoisseur. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I but love Rabia's, it. it's it's on 
It's on Hanover Street, right down from Neptune's. Neptune's is the cool touristy place. Go to Rabia's. It's just as good, if not better. That place has the best lobster roll. Hey, I wanted to ask, have you been to Portland, Maine yet? Have you toured through there yet? I have, yes. Okay. I mean, there's amazing food there as well. There's a great place called the... The high roller that has a killer lobster roll, man, is so good there. Yeah, that's where I go to get a, a – I, I saved my lobster roll night for, for uh, Portland, Maine, mainly because of that spot, and there's one down on the pier there. And, you know, they're $20 a piece, but, man, you got to have two. You just can't have one. Really. Oh, uh, dude, it's, I mean, you, the first one goes down like a vacuum sucked it up. I mean, I'm so <laughs> they don't even it's taste like, it. Yeah, I don't even taste it. I'm like, good lord. Warner Robins, Georgia is proud of you. Atlanta, Georgia is proud of you. The Braves, the Bulldogs, man, and 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 everybody that follows those teams, proud of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I want to encourage everybody to uh, get tickets to your show September 24th at the Georgia Theater in Athens after the beatdown of Kent State by the Georgia Bulldogs. You go see some good country music with a little bit of a rock edge with Travis Denning and get those tickets at travisdenning.com. Travis, man, I. I Anytime you're in town, please come by here. The uh, the Braves Radio Network Studios. We're here at the Battery Atlanta, and uh, we would love to have you bring a guitar, strum out a couple songs, and and uh, maybe go to a Braves game with us. Yes, sir, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And uh, chop on, baby. Go there Braves. You go. Chop go. on and go dogs. Yes, sir. Go dogs. Sick em. All right, buddy. Have a great day, man. Take care, guys. See you. Now. See you. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country, also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the warrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.